morning, well, and good morning, sorry. Good morning, Marcos. How are you, buddy? Fantastic, mate. Uh, wow, exciting day, hey? Exciting day. We're dropping an emergency pod. Yes. Uh, for the for race. All the pu- for all the punters out there. For all the punters and for the race that stops the nation. For the hangover that stops the nation, let's be honest. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're obviously talking about Melbourne Cup. Yes. Uh, which is got to be up there as one of the biggest horse races in the world, surely? Yeah, I was sort of thinking, not that I'm hugely across it, but, the, you know, what are the other big ones? Obviously, the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Does that Derby. still happen? Yeah. That still happens. And then there's one in Dubai, and then there's one in... Oh, there's obviously heaps in uh, Hong Kong and things yeah. like that. But as far as Australia, this is the day that every Australian decides to bet their paycheck and um, get they also Yeah, they also it. decide to often take, because it's a Tuesday here right now, they often always take the Monday off, making a four-day bender weekend, really. Oh, my God, that's right. And It's a strategic not- play by a lot of the, you know, the seasoned drinkers out there. And there's a lot of, because it's out in the sun all day, there is a lot of people that are punished and hurting. A hundred percent. Actually, one of my favourite, one of my favourite parts of Melbourne Cup is looking at the um, the media at the end of the day and just seeing the tragic states that uh, some people actually get themselves in. Oh, definitely. It's dressed to the nines and on all fours, spewing somewhere behind a tree. So it's and, wonderful. And it's not. It's not sort of just, it doesn't discriminate. Like, it's the whole population. What, that sort of partakes in the... Yeah, I feel like it's like, it's the whole country today. I mean, I've just driven through parts of the Gold Coast where people are already dressed up and drinking down the street. Yeah, well, it's a good excuse. I think the first race starts at 10.40 or something, so... Exactly, and that's what we're going to get to in... I feel like you, your feeling towards punting in general. So this is going to make this pod quite interesting. Yeah. Your feelings toward punting is fairly neutral slash lukewarm. Um, probably the other way. I'm not a huge fan of it in general. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. Like, so know, Luke, lukewarm would be, you know, I was that's, that's positive. Yeah, I know. Kind to gambling. I like it. Yeah, oh, not, not, not the hugest fan, but yeah. But for me, um, this day, has it's a very special day for me. Uh, mostly because my youngest daughter was born as Green Moon was running across the line uh, a couple really? of six years ago to this day. So to, the, to the hour? Almost. To the day during the race, I was sitting in the... Um, I was sitting in the delivery room and they had the race on in the background and I had, I had 200 bucks on green moon at 20 to one and green moon came home for little four grand cheeky payday. That is incredible. um, So here's M thinking you're stoked about the delivery of the baby. Meanwhile, you're thinking you've just cleaned up on the trots. Exactly. I was, I was over the moon. So and and that was a classic Melbourne Cup. I ran into someone at the pub three weeks earlier or whatever who said to me, oh, he was a trainer. 
Okay. And he's like, oh, I know the writer from um, Green Moon who's going to be writing on Green Moon. He's coming back from Hong Kong. He's incredible. And I was like, oh, okay. And I took a took his tip and off I went with it. Wow. You got you to gotta take those ones sometimes. They'll, um, they'll come off for you at least 5% of the time. You definitely do have to take them. One thing I will tell punters is for a few, there's a few things that you need to know today, today, right? So, like, you need to be aware of to have a good day. So, the, first, the yep. first thing is you don't want to be putting on your bets as the races are happening. You want bets on first thing in the morning before it gets too busy. Is that what's that due to? Just um, volume of people trying to bet, or yeah, volume of people trying to bet. It's going to get too crazy at um, bookie stations, right? So you you want to get in there right now. You want to be getting to your TAB or getting your online bets. But I mean, everyone does online these days. But I I like to get in there and get my paper tickets. No, fair enough. There must be. It's like maybe buying an LP. I'm sure it's... Yeah, yeah. You want to feel that, yeah. that money in your hand. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. If it's online, you're just going to spend it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's... Yeah, it might, might help if you actually make yourself go to the, the bookie, but... Yeah. I mean, help as far as with the gambling in general. You know? yes, yes, exactly. So, and then what you want to do is for the actual cup, you don't want to bet on the favourite. Yes. I know that might be sound. Is that statistically supported? So this is a completely zero fact check Melbourne Cup edition. But I feel like the favourites never win on the Melbourne Cup. Fair enough. And it's a great race to have a long odd horse, um, to bet on a horse with long odds. So for me, my sweet spot is sort of that 15 to 1 to about up to 40 to 1. Yeah, okay. All right. I, I have this... I'll, no, continue with this Continue with this strategy, please. So my strategy is... This is one of my strategies. So for the actual cup, you're looking at horses. So in between that 15 to 40 to 1. So you're not going to see that many positive like notes on these horses, but they always come home. So you've got ones like Ventura Storm at 34 to 1, right? Yeah. Um, that's great money. And, and also with this zero fact check, I've got no idea like what their history is or anything like that. I'm basically... Yeah. And as soon as you start looking into the history and thinking that that mate means anything in, this, in a race like this, you've lost it. Fair because enough. I've had people do full like algorithms and send me crazy shit and it doesn't mean shit. It just, just pick some ones that you like. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're getting some live commentary there. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought I'd, you know, give the, give the listeners a taste of, of what, it, what it's like here. <laughs> so, um, continue. Yeah. So, so I would be loading up on horses all between that amount and then I would be betting on a heap of trifectas. Right. Trifectas. (laughs) It seems like a little bit of a shotgun scatter approach. I've got to be honest. Oh, you're taking $500 down. Yeah. And 
you're splitting that 500 with a couple of big 50 buck bets um, on the nose of a couple of horses that you like, and then a heap of just scattered trifectas. Okay. Trifectas. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Is, is that the strategy? Uh, that's kind of the strategy, to be honest. Okay, um, I like it. And well, which it's not. It's not. Uh, look, it's not a, a proven. Uh, <laughs> it's not. There's no facts to it. But I'll tell you, I have one. Yes, you have one like, before. Pretty much every year. No, pretty much every year I win. Right. And usually I'll put on 500 and I'll split it across, say, five or six horses uh, with those long odds. And I'll tell you, obviously, if one of those ones come home, you're laughing and you're having a big one. Yeah. Um, I have this theory, right, that coming from a non-punter sort of perspective, that... yes. It makes no sense to me to, if you're going to have a punt, that it, that it's this one you have a punt on, the Melbourne Cup, because of a lot of those reasons you've outlined in that it's often so hard to pick the winner or to to have any real idea of what's going to happen. It's sort of, I struggle to understand the fun of having a bet on this race when the odds, in my opinion, are so much more stacked against you than, say, your average run of a week, you know? Yeah, so I actually feel like the odds are better on the Melbourne Cup. Talk. I actually feel like you've got a varied amount of odds ranging from low to high and that all of the horses have had times in their racing career where they've done well, otherwise they wouldn't be in the race. So a lot of these horses, maybe they're just not in form or maybe they've just... But all of these odds, like you wouldn't be seeing a race with horses with this many sort of high odds, I find. Um, yeah. In a standard race. Do you know what I mean? And when you say high odds, that means like um, short odds? Like... No, I mean high. So I mean like 15 to 1 plus. Okay. With a real chance to actually win. Like you look at the other races during the day and you go through and compare the odds, right? I see and most like... of the odds... Yeah, for like 80% of the field, um, the odds will sit around 15 to 1 and under, yep. right? In this race, you've got, I would say, 10, 15 horses, all above 15 to 1. Yeah. So for me, that's that's really good. I guess it's perception. Yeah. Would you say? Because like, that still doesn't sound great. I can understand what you're saying but that doesn't better the odds for me. I guess I'm thinking maybe as far as picking a winner, but I guess you're talking like there's just general good odds to win some money, but... General good odds, like, and if you... So, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's no fun if the um, favourite comes home, obviously, but... I think overall, you've just got to... You've got to spray your money all over the place... And just hope for a bit of love. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's definitely a fun way to approach it as well. And as and if you've had results, then you know who's to argue with that. Yeah. Look, I feel it works. I get tips in that, but I don't. I don't feel like it's worth. And on this this particular race, mind you, a lot of the tips that I've had on the other races during uh, on Melbourne Cup Day, 
um, have come home really well too. So I don't know why that is, but um, I feel like people people obviously put a lot of time into the cup and thinking about who they're going to bet on and all of that. So, but then why isn't there one clear favourite, you know? Yeah. Well, some people would think Well, there is, yeah. Favorite, oh, I don't know. It's too hard for me to... But it's gambling. It's That's the thrill of gambling is the unknown. He, it's the unknown. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, with that in mind, have you have you sort of got a handful of picks? Well, I've got a handful and of picks. And is it something we can put out there to the world? I don't know. Will that short, yeah, 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 shorten definitely. your odds in this short time? Oh, you know how I feel about that. Um, no, nah, I think it'll be fine. So my, if I, my rough picks, uh, horse number six, which is sound check at 31 to one. So I drop a hundred on him to win 3,100. So he's number six, not barrier six. I'm just looking at the form. Mm. The... Yeah. Num- he's number okay. six. Correct. Yep. Um, so him at 31 to one. So that's sound check. Um, and then I would go Ventura Storm at 34 to 1. And then I would be looking at uh, Runaway at 41 to 1. That's got to be the winner, surely. I feel like that's a winner. It's actually a gay waterhouse trained horse. Okay. She's a famous trainer Which, in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you never you never know. Like um and then that's three, right? Yeah. Um and then I would be looking at geez here, this is where I start to start start to struggle. So maybe they're gonna be my um, three main horses, and then I'm going to box up a heap of horses, like probably 10 to 15 different bets. Um, box trifectas where I include the favourites and include the, um, you know, the next uh, and a couple of these roughy horses. In yeah. Because, you know, the box tri- the, the trifecta last year won like 700 grand or something. Yeah. And did you get that? Did you, did you get that one, did you, or...? Oh, this guy. It's not. It's it, it's not about getting it. It's about uh, the thrill yeah, of yeah. being in it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that's something I may never understand. But I, I question why you've never got addicted to gambling. Like many, I reckon others. if I were to put like a moment on it. There's no real moment, actually. It's just, I remember that one time we went to the when, Cass when we were underage. I, I think we're allowed to yeah. say all this, can we? Yeah, yeah, of course. And, yeah. um, yeah, I had my biggest win to date of, like, $80 that night. And um, yeah. I think, basically, after that, I never won for, I tried it. I tried to become a gambler for, like, a year or something. And just, it was terrible. Every loss. So, I was equating to hours that I worked and it just wasn't working in my oh, head. Yeah. So, And sometimes watching degenerates gamble like our friends. Yeah. Our, well, our that's group of friends can turn you off a Well, bit, man, huh? yeah. Having, trying to go for a beer with some of the lads and being left on your own out on the balcony was not a good, not a great experience. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so there's not, not a great lot of good connotations for me for it. But, um. So what the the favorite 
is this this Yucatan, is it? Yeah, Yucatan. So it wasn't one of the top, the hyped internationals, but changed that with a stunning Herbert Powell win. That form stacked up in the Lexus on Saturday and looks hard to beat. So what's like, how does the barrier placement affect these things? Is it better to be... Oh, a lot. Yeah. Because Yucatan's barrier 23, which I'd imagine is really far on the outside. Yeah, I would imagine that too. And, And good point. I guess you don't want to be stuck in the middle. Yeah, true. Um, I guess I guess that could be an issue, uh, but realistically, I, I don't really know. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, so the other tip I would be yep. doing is betting on places, betting large amounts of money on places. So on races where the place value is high. So say you've got, um, so for instance, um, I don't have the full place. I used to always, like if I was having a punt on this, I'd always go the favourite for a place and that never actually worked for me. Nah, and that's like, for me, if you're gambling, you're, you're having a go to win a lot. You're not having a go to win a small amount. But yeah, that's, true, that's true. me. Like, I don't want to win two times my life. <laughs> yeah. I think I've fundamentally missed the point of gambling my whole life. You might have to re-inform <laughs> me, re-educate me, mate. Yeah. The, the goal is to win enough money so you oh, can die. Oh, of course. Yeah. I had, I, that had slipped my mind. Which obviously doesn't ever happen, but... Well, if you win that bloody at... trifecta from box trifecta from last year... Oh, my God, yeah, definitely. So, the trifecta value obviously goes up with the rougher, the rougher horse yep. that wins. So, the rougher the horse, the bigger the trifecta. You know what I feel that they should introduce? Mm. They should introduce a race that is sort of like more of a pole that involves um, selecting the best name of the race for that year and voted for by the people. Oh, and you bet on who's going to pick the well, best name. Well, who's got the best name voted by the... by the So, like, the yeah. odds for, uh, let's say, who shot the barman. See, I'm loving that name. So, yeah, I want to bet that everyone voted for that. And I'd love to, you know, get odds on that and everything. So, it might be a yes. way to um, entice the, the not-so-gambly gamblers in. Definitely. I think that's a great I'm idea. Evil genius. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of great names in here. There's usually even... I've got to say, that um, it's pretty pretty slim pickings for good names this year. Yeah, I feel like the ones I've picked have great names, like Soundcheck, Ventura, Storm, and Runaway. I feel like there's some people... They are, they are definitely good. I, I'm just liking Runaway for obvious reasons, but um, there's yeah, some real lazy yeah. names in it this year. Ace High, come on. Come on. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pathetic. And I don't want him to win. Nah. Mind you, he's at $71. Won the Victoria Derby last year since Farlap's Cup win in 1930. Only Efficient has won this race as a four-year-old after winning the Derby the previous year. Yeah, right. See, all these horses have good, like, they've won good events. Yeah, that's why they're here. Done. That's why they're in it, obviously. Exactly. So they place well. So you never know. 
I see what you're um, saying. I'm sort of see like it's it's definitely a fundamentally different way of thinking of it than what what sort of what I outlined outlined earlier. Which okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing that happens quite a bit is uh, international horses. You sometimes should have a look at, and this one chestnut coat at sixty one to one. Uh, has some strong Japanese performances to his credit, but fell out of favour for this race when failing in the Caulfield Cup without seeming, seemingly without excuses. Now, I just love that because it's like the guy riding this, this Nathan mm. Exelby, who's a lad breaks uh, fucking gambling expert yeah. or whatever. How, how does he know that the horse doesn't have an excuse? Oh, mate. Yeah, I'd say uh, he wouldn't. Oh, like, how does he know that the horse wasn't just tripping on that day and not feeling right? <laughs> I'd say there'd be a whole lot of that. Um, smoke it, smoking so there is in the in the old journalism. So there is absolutely no money for this for him. He has been at thirty four, so he came in at thirty four to one, out to sixty one, and there has still been no um, support. Could end up at a very big price. So these sort of ones is what really interests me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for I can see for a, for a number of reasons. They're um. Chestnut coat. Bring him up. Have you had a look? Well, I've got his name in front of me. I don't know much about him. Oh, so you've got no sort nah. of uh, form form guide. That's what that's what, like that's that. what I've got. I've got. I do, but I've got you there for the description of, of exactly. Chestnut coat. I feel like chestnut coat. I like the name. I like chestnuts. Like coats. Um, coats are good. I like coats, and he's Japanese, so that's um yeah our your co-host uh, co-host in in, ben Doss. Um, in Japan Bendos in Japan. I feel like that could be one. Yeah, I'd like to know if he's heard much about old chestnut coat over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd say better yeah, than perhaps, but, um, yeah. Look, we could check. We might have to check. Yeah, um, yeah. So we've got a few roughies here. Lay it out. I want I want your uh, box trifecta. Oh, my box trifecta will have the favourites. So I'll put anywhere from four to seven horses, and that brings down in my box trifecta, and that brings down your percentage of earned. So yep. you've got to bet more. Does that yes, make sense? It does. Have you ever laid on a box trifecta in your life? I don't think a box though. When I was younger with dad, we'd lay on just normal trifectas. Oh, box. Yeah. Box I wasn't up. even aware of box trifectas back then. I was pretty young. Just a tip to everyone box them up. Uh, more horses you put in it, lower percentage and more money you have to spend to get the percentage higher of the total yeah. win. So, I mean. You've got to put some of the favourites in there and then the few roughies. So, to be honest, mine's just going to be scattered. Yucatan, Chestnut Coat. Yeah, Chestnut Coat, Ventura Storm. What about Venger Mask? How do you say that, number 15? Yeah, I don't know. I, I would say you did pretty good, Venger Mask. Venger, yeah. Venger Mask? Yeah. Okay, trainer Michael Maroney won the cup with Brew in 2000. And rates this his best hope since then. What's he been his doing for eighteen cup. years, though? Bloody hell! This is the that's the trainer. That's the trainer. Okay. Yeah, what has the trainer been doing? Um, his Caulfield Cup run was okay, but others bring stronger credentials. 
He has been at 51 to 1, out to 81 to 1, and we've barely taken a bet on him since the final field was released on Saturday. Four. So, he's. <laughs> so, you. He's, I hear. I, I hear. Okay, so probably not worth a bet. And you hear. Fucking definitely worth a bet. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's what I hear. Exactly. Yeah. You get. Now you're starting to to get my vibe, but he's a seven-year-old. I feel like seven-year-olds are possibly, I don't know, seven-year-olds are all right. Um, oh, let's, let's oh, stop the emergency. Tips, tips are in from a guy who I have won a Tom lot Waterhouse. of money on. <laughs> I'm not saying any names, but he is an nice. ex-bookie, this guy. So get your pencils out, and the world. people of Australia. I actually have world. got my pen out here, so yeah. Um, okay, so Flemington, race three, Fox Hall okay. is the name of the horse. He's a 20 to 1 long shot. So you could go win place. Chuck okay, all right. Uh, now... Another um, just to confirm, these aren't 10. coming from like bombers or anyone. Okay, all right, all right. No, dude, come on. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm actually telling you, this guy, uh, this people talk about tips. I get tips from lots yep. of people because I like to punt. Right. This is the only one I would. This is the only one you'd broadcast the tips on a podcast. For instance. Yeah, yeah right, across, cool. the, across the world. Uh, so we got Fox Hall. Uh, so he's race three. Uh, so that one. And then Flemington race 10. Savatiano. Lovely. Savatiano. Yeah. Coming on the outside. For the winner. Yeah. Uh, coming yeah. on the outside for the winner. Uh, let's have a, let's try to find his odds. I'm just pulling up the. I'm gonna guess the, the seventeen to one. Yeah, this guy doesn't give shitty odd tips, which is also good. Right up your alley. Um, right up your racetrack. Right up my alley. Um, Flemington, where are you? Flemington. Ah, here we go. Race ten. Savatiano. Oh, six dollars fifty to one. I mean, look, bet it. Did you just uh, like? Yeah, fire I've in got that some sound tip? effects on my end now. I'm just going to start incorporating <laughs> where I can. Yeah, just get the DJ in. horn. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Savatiano race ten, Randwick race six, marsupial, marsupial. Let's have a look at that one. I like the name. Me I like too. Big fan. In general. Yeah. Big fan of marsupials. Uh, race six. Oh, five dollars fifty to one. That's a short odd. But look, let me just tell you, these tips come through for a reason. Um, Doombin, race eight. Impass. Yeah. Passe. I m p a s s e. Uh, have you got Doombin? Have I got it? Yeah, no. Doom. 
I'm running his down though. I know who. I know Tani, my brother, friend of the show, will be happy for a few of these. Okay, four dollars twenty. How many is he sent sent through? Okay. So that's all, but none of the cup ones. He's, Don't bet on the cup. He oh, said, his um, buddy agrees with Soren. He said, if the oversaw sees horses. He says he's going to have about six horses in the cup, mostly the overseas horses, which is what I mentioned before. Did he mention our um, chestnut coat? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, he didn't uh, mention our chestnut coat, but I feel like our chestnut coat could be, be I the reckon. favourite. Yeah, yeah. We might have to check. Ridden, ridden by Yuka, Yuga Kawada. Uh, and trained by Yoshito yeah. Yahagi. Love the names. Uh, five-year-old, don't know what that means. Um, what, is this chestnut you're talking about? Mm. Yeah, yeah. This is chestnut. And does he, yeah. in fact, have a chestnut coat himself? Uh, no, he's got a blue coat, uh, just with a sort of yeah. blue stripe through it. If you were going to go off... Um, no, can you I, see that that's another one we should do, though, as far as oh, odds on for best geez. outfits. Okay, so so I'm going to just send a photo of the outfits quickly to you while yeah. we are recording. Um, and I'll start going through it. But outfits are a really big one, aren't they? Like, I feel like if you feel that your fashion and your style's on point, you're gonna you're gonna race better. So Oh definitely. Look professional, I play professional. Venga Venga Mask has a lightning bolt on the back of his. Okay. Venga Mask. See that's so close to a cool name like Venga Boys. Or Venga Bus. Oh yeah. yes. I really missed out on an opportunity there. They did. Have oh, you, I can, can you see the uh, outfit? Yeah, should I miss the actual? I miss the old. For the listeners at home, Mark's just sent me a picture of the actual newspaper guide, which I feel like I really need yeah. to have. Just even if it's for nostalgia. Oh, for the for the listeners. The internet nah. doesn't do this shit justice for, for the day. You need the newspaper and you need to see the pictures. Um, you need to just get a feel for yeah, the, the texture. Yeah, that's true. Very day. well put. There's some good ones. I like that lightning bolt. You're right. Okay, now your your sneaky one, Runaway, who oh, he's sort of tasty. He's All got right, a line so British? on the front. 21. Uh, he's not British. He's trained. They're just trained by Gay Waterhouse. I mean, the jockey could be British. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't mind that get up. I don't mind the old lion. Lots of stars. Yeah, I feel like stars. I mean, have one star in the field, but three of yous with stars. Come on. I, I wonder if they yeah, check with each other before now. they do the final, you know, selection of their garment. Yeah, I wonder. We've if got stars like, this hey, year, man, shotgun stars. No one else can have stars, and they're like, "Nah, the bullshit. We've got stars. We did it like two weeks ago." 
Okay, now what about number 18 with the letters ATB? Yeah, what does that mean? Well, in accounting terms, it means age trial balance. Okay. <laughs> I'm pre- I feel I'm like if sure there was any excitement that, um... in that team, it just got taken out. <laughs> exactly. If there was. If there was, but there's not. So, um, any of it's these the lightning bolt all the way. Here, it's the lightning bolt and runaway. So, based on that alone, I might be going for runaway. Um, what was our bloody chestnut? chestnut. Where's chestnut coat? What's he wearing? Number four. Oh, boring as batshit. Come on. Super boring, but sort of stylish. Yeah, maybe going for the... He sort of looks like he he might be going to play polo afterwards or something. He might have, yeah, embraced the Kanye minimalist wave of fashion influence. Who knows? I just had to drop Kanye in the pod, pod, you know? Oh, so he's he's back. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to unpack his apology and all that at a later date, possibly later this week. So, what about number 19, Sir Charles Road? Um, there's a restaurant near us called that, and it's, it's mediocre. Ah. So, based on that scientific oh, analysis, really? I'd say they're going to be mediocre. Okay. What, one punter has had $200 on him at 100 to 1. I like how they're, like, noting that there's, like, a punter who bets 200. <laughs> Like, I can't believe that's a big deal. Oh. Yeah, no, I just I like that, that sound effect, you know. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so we we've do. Got I our feel horses, like you've right? given us a, um, a decent overview of some potential options. Okay. What so, I'd like um, to unpack quickly, and it'd be remiss you... of us not yeah. to touch on it, and I'd like to get your thoughts is um, every year, you know, um, this year is no different, the debate, the ethical debate around horse racing in general rears its head. Uh, um, Yeah, and with um, for the listeners at home that that would be familiar, there's a a debate going on over here, as I'm sure there is in in any country where horse racing is popular. And it's basically asking the question, is it needed? Is it ethical? Is it cruel? Um, to do this to horses for our own entertainment, um, because there's there's you know there's obviously massive health implications for horses, lots of deaths every year, um, generally not great for their health from what I can tell. But what do you think, Mister Marcos? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I really struggle. At the end of the day, this is sort of the one day I, I um, well, we've got, yeah. my family's got a lot of horse racing history. Uh, so we actually have a race named after us in Melbourne. And um, so I watched that one, um, but I struggle with it because of that, because usually a few horses are put down during the event. Yeah. They're all roided up. They're and... all on drugs. Um, 
Yeah, so, I mean, I've got no doubt that the trainers love them very much uh, and adore these animals and absolutely uh, worship these animals. But I don't think it's good for them. And I think we're probably in this country, given what happened with greyhounds coming to the end of horse racing, maybe. That's um, a big call, mate. But, yeah, I sort of... I feel the way things are heading, yeah, it may not be too much longer for this world or for this country at least. Yeah, it's strange. Australians are a very mixed bunch though. You you try to pull away there um, when they think they've got an identity related yeah, to well, a Yeah, we've date. seen that with obviously um, people trying to change the date of Australia Day, which is got a great argument for, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and um, um, people get really threatened by I have no it. doubt there'll be some uh, massive pushback um, for years, for years and years. Massive but, um, pushback. I feel like the trajectory of it may be going in the other direction now. Probably has been for a while, but yeah. I always believe, I think there has been for a while, and I always like the idea of you can always be better. We have a beautiful country and we have an amazing... We're so blessed in Australia. It's an incredible place to live um, and all of that. So there's no reason why we can't try to make it better by possibly not doing Melbourne Cup or possibly changing the way the yeah. horses are bred or tight, tightening up the, the industry or making... Like, there's no... I've got no... I, yeah, I'm sure I think, that yeah, should be done. It can't hurt to, um, to do any and all of that. And I'm not even too, you know, I'm not hugely yeah. versed on the intricacies of the argument myself anyway, but um, it's just something that does always come up around this time of year and it's always worth the debate, I think. It is. And you look at them as creatures, like yeah, animals. Yeah, totally. like, They're so beautiful. Absolutely. Like, gorgeous looking animals and um, you'd hate for them to be treated in any bad way and they do put them down if yeah they're or if they're not good enough and they like can't that. afford them and you know if they're not exactly so yeah it's just I, an I interesting like one hey eh? it's a that. it's a real yeah it's a doozy yeah i definitely didn't want to leave the pod with it but it was something that i was keen to talk about that's for sure because it is on one hand you love having a punt and then on the other hand, yeah. you realise how bad it what is. What would be like an alternative? Because you, for a punt like this, you you literally sort of need living things to go up against each other, don't you? Because that's that's the gamble. Because the, yeah. the human or the life element is the unknown, really. I guess yeah, car racing. And yeah, see, I'm not into oh, that, God. but I mean. There's something about an animal that an animal's uh, it is, wild eh? and so so that's the yeah, the something. crux of it that might have to be unpacked for some people, you know. Definitely, but I, I actually strongly I've been working on um uh, just doing I'm doing some stuff with uh, Australia Day and yeah. all this sort of stuff, but um. I strongly believe in making change on days like this and making it uh, 
bringing highlighting either the gambling issues or highlighting the issues that it has with horses and all that sort of stuff. I think it's so important to be able to have that Absolutely. conversation. On these it should be days. the time that it's spoken about. Exactly. If we just everything's go in with fine. the blinkers and we go, oh, <laughs> everything's sweet, it's, yeah, it's silly. You can still have fun with it and enjoy your day, uh, but have it in the back of your yeah. head. Yeah. So you're in the heart of it down oh, there. Mate. What will you be doing? Where do I start? What's the time? Shit. How much? No. Um, I'm actually going to jams today for the band. <laughs> Oh, that <laughs> Mate, is like I said, so I'm not rich. into it. I wouldn't even. Yeah, I just it doesn't excite me in any any way, shape, or form. It's I, I get that, but I almost feel cringy that you're doing it. No, like, no, that's and I'm fair just enough. being honest. I can't help but tell the truth. Like I just, I like I won't go down and do really anything either, mind you, because um. The girls, Harper, will be home, uh, like straight after school, and I want to make sure I'm there because it's her birthday. But um, yeah, <laughs> I I feel like you should be getting amongst the festivities. Ah, uh, what about your what about your well, wife? I've got the day I'm off, sure of course. Did. Um, she, I don't know what she's doing actually. She's always keen to go to the races. Um, she loves, but yeah, we might have to. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she, um, oh, she actually, to be honest, it's pissing down rain here right now, like torrential. So, um, even, even if I did feel like going out, but I actually just can't, we've got this, um, we've got this festival coming up, Queenscliff Music Festival and scheduling seven people to get to jams in the time that we've had has been impossible. And unfortunately today was one of the days that that it was able to happen. So that's also a factor. Yeah. Oh, yes. But sense. that's the way it goes, mate. When you're on the way to the top. Yeah. That's right. Well, everyone enjoy your day. We're going to upload this one without intro music because yes. we need to get it up. Yes. It's an emergency. Unfortunately. So we're just, it's an emergency pod. So, um, yeah, enjoy your day. Have a bet. Let us know of your winners. Drink responsibly. <laughs> gamble. Yes. Uh, drink. Yeah, drink. Yeah, you said uh, that. Um, don't yep. act like an if idiot. You, uh, yeah. Don't, do not fight. If you're going to take people. tomorrow off work, come up with something original. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just take it. Take it easy. Um, and we'll catch you next time.